Welcome to The Big Cheese Show, your destination for fantasy sports domination. Now, here's your host, Chris The Big Chee Cheon. Speaking of DFS and it being a great time of year, instead of a lot of conversation as far as on social media goes, this week hasn't been so much about like, are we going to be playing Jaden Graham or not on the Thanksgiving slate like I anticipated? No, it's been about the pooling controversy, if you will. FanDuel, I play basically strictly DraftKings, Bobby, but I have noticed it happening on DraftKings too on these 50-50s, the same lineups being there. Do you have thoughts on it? Do you think people are coming together and pulling all their lineups together? Talk kind of about what your reaction has been to all this. If you're good at 50-50s, and that's something that I stopped playing a long time ago in DFS because I can stretch my money further and, and profit a little bit more with, with tournaments, but it's partly also because I hate 50-50s. But the truth is, if you're p- good at them, you should have the same lineup. You should have the same lineups a huge percentage of the time, especially on NFL slates where you have a week's worth of opinions that are all summed up by the same stations that everyone listens to pregame. The same, you know, between whether it's whether it's fantasy football now on ESPN, whether it's Roto Grinders uh, live shows, whether it's Awesomos, whoever they are, you're hearing the same information because it's the right information. The game has gotten tougher. So what's going to happen is you're going to see more condensed ownership in certain spots. Now, when it happens in tournaments, like which is the reason why it was such a stir lately, that was guys entering their cash game lineups. I know a lot of those guys. There is not only nothing wrong with this. This is going to be expected. This is not people messing around and trying to get extra equity by playing the same tournament multiple times when it's a single entry. This is the exact opposite of that. This is people playing cash game lineups in single entry tournaments as they should do, as they should, because if your mix is right, you should, you, you'll get there. The unusual part about it all being the same people that just happens to be with condensed ownerships on certain slates. It's like you would treat like on a three game slate, it wouldn't shock anyone. It's only when it's full slates that it gets to people. But the truth is, as far as cash games went, last week was really easy football-wise. Like, really, really easy in my opinion. Now, did it work? I'm just saying it doesn't always work cash game-wise, but the right plays were the most obvious plays. They didn't all work out, but they were the most obvious plays. So that's why those cash games were the same. I have no problem with what's been happening. And this should probably continue to happen, right, being that – We've got like a three-game slate on Thanksgiving, the playoffs. You keep talking about how DFS is more popular, more people are playing. The playoffs, it's two-game slates, four-game slates. So this is probably not something that's going to be going away anytime soon unless the sites act on it. But like, how would they do anything about it? They can't do anything about it. And the truth is, I've been living with this my whole life. I play, I'm a high-stakes tournament player who doesn't have to play the same volume that everyone else has to play to have a chance at tournaments. I know that I need someone low, low owned to go off or a weird combination of things to happen for me to win most days, but that's going to happen. Most days it's sports. It's, it's especially football and basketball. You, these things are going to happen randomly. You're going to get somebody hot who comes in 50 in basketball. You're going to in football. You might have a wide receiver. No one's ever heard of it, but you, if you've done your research, that's who you, you know, to be on when everyone's pivoting to someone else. There are so many ways to go about beating this. It's just these people making the most optimal plays. It's basically you should treat it like a computer's playing against you. And, this, and I had to deal with that in poker um, when I was playing, like, you know, sit and goes, which is basically auto play. Um, this is the same thing. So you just adjust. 
you understand that people are going a certain direction. This is not a bunch of people cheating. Like in general, there are guys who are who do who do that on certain sites and things like that. I don't like those guys. I don't recommend it. It's not a, a path I would ever choose. I'm disgusted by the way they do it, which is basically doing exactly the opposite of what the, doing what everyone's being accused of, but no one's actually doing. These people are just playing optimum plays. It's basically a computer program treated as such and prevail by making adjustments and counters. Well, this kind of segues right in, Bobby, to talking about how we maybe can differentiate on this Thanksgiving slate. Let's jump right into it. Quarterback position. I think Dak Prescott's going to be on DraftKings, the chalk 5,700, cheaper than Matt Stafford, who is not playing, um, are, are you plugging in Dak here and making it work with a pass catcher from the Cowboys, whether it's Gallup, whether it's Cooper? Is that where you're starting your lineup? I think I might play the guy who's my least favorite uh, play. I think he's the worst quarterback in the NFL who's a starter, and that's Trubisky. And I will explain my reasoning as such. Um, the Lions defense is that this Lions team has fallen apart and they lost to your Redskins, buddy. Yep. Um, yep. That, that should say something right there. They've lost six in a row. They're one in seven. If you want to bet this game, bet it, make an easy bet on Thanksgiving, bet Chicago to win this game. For, the Lions never cover. They're one in seven in their last eight on Thanksgiving. So just these are side bets. Obviously we're talking DFS, but DFS wise, I think Trubisky is the interesting tournament option. So I think you take your Prescott shares and you switch them over to Trubisky. Obviously everyone's going to play Zeke anyway, but like, and then you can, you get your exposure from the Zeke running game. But the truth is to play a quarterback against Buffalo as Chuck, even on a three game slate, definitely doesn't seem like an optimal move to me. This team has the best corners. And what's going to happen is I think that the best, like when you go through all your decisions and everything, I think the projected ownership on Jason Witten is probably low and it's probably going to be higher, especially in higher buy-in tournaments, but that's who people will pair him with because it's, I mean, they're going to play Cooper because of the price, but the truth is I could make the same argument for every receiver who's within $600 one way or the other of Cooper, including his teammate, Michael Gallup, who I think will get less ownership and is probably the better play if you're going to go the DAC route. Cause if you're going to do this and try and win a tournament, You've obviously got to pair it up right. The good news is for a small slate, like the ownership is going to be a little bit spread. You're going to get some Drew Brees. You're going to get some Matt Ryan, who I expect to throw for the most technical yard. He'll throw for the most yards. Let's just say that, which makes like an Atlanta receiving pass catching back, a, a receiver from Atlanta, except for they're all very expensive. Um, yeah. What they are. Um, Even Russell Gage is kind of expensive if you're looking for some salary relief that yeah I, I was just like russell gage like 4500 is like not really helping us out i had to drop down to anthony miller so i kind of like uh that you're saying trubisky could be a nice option yeah i do say that and i there is one thing i'm doing and i'm so this is you know where obviously it's not the, quite the time of day yet but i am playing 100 percent of one receiver and i know we haven't gotten a receiver yet but it makes Trubisky more appealing. So that should give you a hint. I don't think there's a better option on this slate than Allen Robinson. I don't buy the one-on-one -on -one coverage on Darius play. Um, he's a better like big game play kind of a guy. And 
the second most target share of any receiver of any NFL offense is Allen Robinson. Number one is obviously Michael Thomas of any on any slate. So Allen Robinson getting the second highest target share of any receiver at 6,700 and low owned just feels like stealing in this spot. So I just might commit 100% to Allen Robinson. I think people, even in people who will go around there, they'll go to Julio, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. everybody's going to want to pay up for Michael Thomas, who's going to be five bazillion percent owned, which for a receiver in general is a terrible idea to ever play a, a, from a tournament perspective. Never, ever play a high-owned receiver like in those numbers, except on a three-game slate when they get 40% of the pass work and the team is going to be throwing. But we just saw this matchup, and it didn't go exactly New Orleans' way. Now, Thomas is still going to get his no matter what. But there are a lot of options if you decide to fade Thomas, play guys who I'm talking about. And I know we were talking quarterback, but it all translates into the same thing because you get Miller in there. You get uh, Jason uh, – J- Javon Wims. J- Javon Weems. I never know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Weems, right? Yeah. Um, those guys are just not going to be owned enough on this slate for the upside they have it. In this matchup that's all i can say and i think the early game i've made a lot of money on thanksgiving thanksgiving night before basketball and thanksgiving day football i've always done incredible on thanksgiving days and it's usually by taking one of two you know what we should have done all year basically taking one of two detroit receivers but i'm talking about the other side in this game because i think detroit has collapsed i don't think they have a defense anymore i think they had to have talent but I think you're going to see uh, the ability to put up a ton of points. The problem is you have Mitchell Trubisky, and they didn't do this against the Giants last week when they should have scored a million. Anyway, so that's the only argument against it. But from a tournament perspective, trying to get the Bears, at least some Bears action, it doesn't have to be Trubisky, but like the receivers, and uh, Cohen or Singletary, or especially Cohen, I think, um, those, that's an area I want to go in tournaments. Yeah, Tariq Cohen, I remember that performance last year against the Giants where he absolutely exploded. We know he's got the higher ceiling there. If you were going to fade one of the three studs on this slate, Kamara, Zeke, or Michael Thomas, I know you talked kind of about being able to differentiate. We know Thomas is going to get his, but say he doesn't get into the end zone and he catches the ball seven times and it's for 86 yards then you're kind of in a nice advantageous situation if you do play somebody like a John Brown who scores two big deep touchdowns and nobody's on him or Allen Robinson, as you mentioned, you're certainly in a nice spot there. But if you were out of those three guys, which one do you think you'll have the least ownership on? So the truth is that my lineups are doing what everyone's lineups are doing. And they're they're leading me to a, a Zeke Kamara slash someone else potentially in the flex, but I like the receivers. So probably just two running back combo. So I think that the answer for large field tournaments is to fade Kamara. And I think that my answer in large buying smaller field tournaments is to fade Michael Thomas. Um, First of all, I'd always rather fade a receiver over running back. The only difference between this is that no one's talking about this play and I have this guy a lot. So this is why I can fade when I'm fading Kamara, I'm probably going to throw a shot at Latavius Murray. Now, DraftKings, maybe it's not as great, but FanDuel, it's an awesome play. 
Um, what's weird is that I thought I was off to the races last week when I played Lat Murray Oak on a Vandal at near minimum cost. And he starts off with, you know, three carries and 25 yards of mm-hmm. touchdown. And then uh, we don't have it happen. But this Atlanta team, let's just say the, the reverse happens of what happened the first time. And it just New Orleans just smokes them because New Orleans is a much better team. But they also got smoked. They also got manhandled by this Atlanta team who's still super talented, just doesn't have it all together. If it goes the other way, I, and, and even actually in every game script, I see a path to Latavius Murray having multiple touchdowns in this game. So that's your pivot if you really want to go like large field tournaments. That's what I would do. Smaller buy-in, large field. And then if it was higher buy-in, I would probably just keep Kamara and fade uh, Michael Thomas and change my receivers up. Awesome stuff. Bobby Firestone here joining us. We're going to wrap up the Big Cheese Show, Bobby. Talking about defense because it's been winning slates, hasn't it? I mean, the big-time performances from some of these Patriots defenses or some turnovers here. I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case on a three-game slate where a defense is winning it, but like I, my first build, I've got Saints in there, 3,500. I'll pay up because I think I can maybe get them at some lower ownership when everybody will dip down to Chicago. Um, where do you see yourself going at defense? I just love that the Bills are 2.2 and going to be unowned. That's where I'm at. Um, I loved I, – I think this Cowboys offense might be legitimately, as a functioning offense against bad teams – the best offense against bad teams they have not beaten a team with a winning record in their last seven tries they haven't covered against a team with a winning record in their last eight tries um i think the bills defense and the bills look if you want to play a john brown what's weird is you get him i got him low owned a few weeks ago and i made a a fortune off of it you're going to get another low owned josh allen to john brown stack on this slate if you want to and it's not they're going to be totally low owned but they're going to be like lower than they should be for a three-game slate. So even playing them with the with the defense. And then also the other running back I didn't mention, if you want to get crazy, like, and I know he's not that crazy, but, like, just play Singletary and then play the Bills defense, and you're going to be different if you play a wide receiver in flex. There you have it. This guy, one of the best in the industry and a smart dude to talk to outside of just talking fantasy. I could do this all day, but you got to win multiple thousand dollars, Bobby, so you can get a plane ticket to Washington, D.C. We'll party up here soon. Bobby Firestone, join us. Bobby, tell the people where they can find all your great content. NBA, NFL, you do it all. Yeah, just uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Bobby Fi. You can hit find me on YouTube, uh, YouTube slash Bobby Firestone on my YouTube channel. Uh, my website is about to be underway. We've got a few other DFS pros coming along with me. And then uh, I also have a, uh, you know, my Twitch channel, uh, Bobby Fi. I think it's Twitch slash Bobby Fi 81. And I just want to throw one thing out there, one name I didn't mention. I don't want to be held against me. I understand the Scarborough-Freeman argument. If you're going to play one of them, play Freeman. That's what I would say. There he goes, Bobby Firestone, joining me here on The Big Cheese Show. Hey, thank you all for taking a couple of moments while you're running out to listen to the show today while you're building lineups. Music in this episode, Rev by Eveningland. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's dominate the slate, then let's dominate Sunday. Have a good one.